Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's have ourselves a day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of Pillows and Beer. I am joined by my co-host, Austin Kroll. And I just wanted to say we are getting closer to a name for all of you of our favorite people. And that might be our fellow cases and casettes. It's getting closer. Not bad. Not bad. Welcome, I've never Austin. heard that. I've never heard that. I kind of dig it. Uh, digging the intro more than ever. It just makes me want to throw out a heavy like. Bah, bah, bah. I mean, we had a day. Thank God, we. I drug myself out of bed and met Austin at the gym. But of course, as I finally get moving and I walk outside of my house, my car is not there. And <laughs> the Uber the situation. Amount of times. <laughs> The amount of times that I've done that, by the way, Craig, where like I have had to Uber to the gym and then whoever's there, like Shep or you or something. Actually, I don't know if you have had to yet, but um, when you texted the group and we're like, yeah, my car's on here. I, I looked at Swoley and I was like, watch, Craig is going to ask me to drive him to his car. Luckily, it was downtown. We're going in the same direction, but. I will tell you, I mean, this isn't a, <laughs> a life uh, coaching podcast or anything like that. If anything, you learn from our mistakes, but I will tell you my day ended up getting very intense and very serious, but it was good stuff. But if I had not gone to the gym, which completely resets me mentally, I wouldn't have headed like downtown to the store, which I ended up, I just got finished dealing with a whole bunch of stuff, but I easily would have just stayed in bed and been like, Oh, I'll just do everything tomorrow on this Friday afternoon. Cause and, and, it's so, so true. I, I mean, we're not really telling y'all anything that you don't know probably, but damn, like going to the gym, Craig, and just getting a sweat and getting your like endorphins going and like regaining some of the serotonin, like it, it just sets your whole day in such a better mood. Well, I just, such a better it mood. snaps me into being productive. So, uh, last night wasn't terrible. Uh, we had an event at the store, uh, with, uh, rum Haven, this coconut rum that we have partnered with doing the, like an exclusive collection. And we had a fun event at the store and then we took um, them to halls and just had ourselves a good old dinner, but I don't drink and drive. So I left my car and it was just funny because I walked out on the steps and I was like, you got to be kidding me. And it's just really hard to get an Uber if you live outside of downtown. So I actually went with Lyft and um, was only 10 minutes late. Funny that you should say Lyft because that's what I was using when I was in New York the whole time. I don't know what was going on with my Uber app, but it wouldn't let me use it. Didn't know, by the way, Craig, that Lyft is attached or, or has a partnership with Delta. And Craig and I are avid Delta you know, lovers, and we both have the Delta Platinum card. And we get miles for using Lyft, which is crazy because over the years, I've spent like – I think that it showed me that I've spent like, like 15, 20K in – you know, Ubers, that's, that's right. $20,000 right there. Um, did you wake up feeling a little hungover today? No, I've been battling like, I don't know what the term is because I don't go to therapy and I should, but like kind of like a dormant depression. But I also think it's because anytime, you know, a show that we're on is airing, which seems to be all the time, you know, there's just a lot of, it's like an intense amount of pressure that I don't think we're able to share because I'm not, it's funny. Cause I said this to Paige a couple of days ago. I was like, 
well, I'm not sad about anything, so I shouldn't be depressed or whatever. And she was like, Craig, that's literally what depression is. I was like, no, like I can't say I'm depressed because I have no reason to be depressed. So I don't deserve to be depressed. And she's like, you really need to go talk to someone. And I was like, oh, is that, is that kind of what depression is when like, you don't have anything to be sad about, but your body feels like sad. And she was like, you are so stupid. Well, that's a Nick's Nick's nodding his head right here. He's like, "Yes, Craig, that's exactly what it is." Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't want to gloss over that topic because it's very important, and 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 you know that I feel that that same way, and 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 um, I mean, I try as much as possible to like feel as chipper as possible, especially with all the you know negativity that can be out there surrounding you know the show, and you know more importantly, me and this and that, and it's just like. Holy moly, like Austin, you know who you are and who your friends are. and But that's why I like going to the gym. I'm like, dude, you've got to get like a sweat in. You know, you've got to get like endorphin. Like you've yeah. got to get it moving. And today I definitely woke up a little hungover uh, because last night, you know, the show was on, right? I didn't even know that it was Thursday until someone texted me, uh, you know, one of our producers, Lauren, and kind of gave me like a rundown of it all. And I was like, oh my God, it's Thursday. And so then uh, Olivia and Taylor came over because uh, Taylor wanted to show me her new little puppy, which she got a new Frenchie named Penelope, and she's so, so cute. Um, lot, lot to be said there. You know, clearly, Craig, she was missing your namesake, and so she got uh, a Frenchie to, to, you know, heal the pangs of, of her loss. I'm sure I this will be discussed Craig. on our reunion in a week or two, so... Yeah, but I mean, I'm like, you know, no, she's no, not like, crazy. yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. That would, I'm not being funny or me. I'm, well, I am being funny. Yeah, oh, like, oh, yes, oh, I'm it sure. Will be discussed. Yeah, I said, yes. I'm sure this will be discussed. Um, the the yeah. reason that I'm not asking follow up questions or anything is because we're about to, Andy's about to do plenty of that in. Sure, in sure, sure, sure. So, anyways, met Taylor's new, new dog and like, you know, we cooked some dinner and then it was like, you know, and all of a sudden we were like, you know, tapping our fingers and it was like, well, it's about to be nine o'clock. You guys want to play like a drinking game? We ended up playing a drinking game until like 11 o'clock and it was like a lot of tequila being drunk and things like that. And so I woke up today and was like, damn it, Austin, you said that you weren't going to drink last night, but the show was on. So we did drink. So going to the gym was paramount. Glad that you, yeah, glad that uh, you did join Craig because it was kick ass workout. Yeah, it was good. Um, but then I ended up leaving there. Austin drove me, well, was going to drive me to my car, and there's this awesome sandwich shop. Well, now I can say it's awesome, but it looked awesome before, but it's called The Pass uh, in Charleston. It's on St. Philip and Spring Street, and uh, I've been meaning to go for a while now, and we went all sweaty and in our gym clothes. Ended up being easily top three sandwiches I've ever had. Um, and some brides, bachelorette girls came in because it's right where a lot of the Airbnbs are. And they were like, where can we try Trap Hop? And they sold it there. So it actually ended up being a really fun lunch where, um, you know, yeah. had a little so, glass of wine. And um, So people listening, um, as Craig just said, where it is, of course, if you don't live here, then then these you know names mean nothing to you. But a lot of bachelorette parties, and actually the first house that I lived in in Charleston for my first season of the show is Spring Street, which is one of the cross streets of this restaurant. And Spring Street it has so many Airbnbs or a lot of bachelorette groups and, and a lot of people tend to stay. So it's right on that street. And yeah, uh, I mean, it, it is, you know, uh, like it, it is, 
I mean, a small spot, you know, it's like the size of my kitchen, but just because it's small doesn't mean it doesn't have bomb ass food. And uh, their sandwiches were, were really good. And so Craig and I each had, it's like I had half of a trop hop and Craig and Craig had had like a glass of wine or something like that. And then we both kind of looked at each other like, <laughs> well, we got real close to having a day. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I was it like, touched our lips. Me? We were downtown and we, it was funny because when we finally decided to discuss uh, what we were thinking, our brains had both ran the gauntlet. Like I had a full day planned out or like that I lived out in my head. Austin had a full day lived out in his head where he's like, do we go to uptown this? I was like, do we have a day on some Creek? Like do we pop by dispenser? And like we had this full day and we both looked and we were like, or we can be good. And Austin was like, by separating now, and go do what go we're supposed home. to do and meet up later and record. Get getting our shit done and then we'll jump on the podcast. And but like we we definitely had that thought, Craig, and that thought process to me is so funny. Either, if either of us would have said yes, it would have happened. Yeah. That's how like, fragile. Okay, well, where do you want to go? And like we might still be somewhere, Craig, sitting in our gym clothes, just like a thousand you know, percent. A thousand percent. Um I actually just to paint the picture for you. I had their special today, which um, to show you that I'm not <laughs> reading from anything, I will describe it completely wrong. But it was this fancy like prosciutto melt, like warmed mozzarella. And then these like this mixture of spicy peppers. And it was just fucking awesome. And Austin had a cacio pepe sandwich. Um, right. Which, them. which is not like, you know, pasta in a sandwich. I mean, you know, basically it's just like cheese and buttered bread but then i added some turkey to it it was it was bomb with uh with uh, some honey drizzle on it and and i was like craig we just worked out and i were eating these sammies which are definitely not not fat free but the great thing about them is that they're not too huge and jesus craig we're doing like a full-on well, it was you know, review they were great place. they were great the guy uh yep. used to work in like rehoboth delaware and just good people and honestly look the reason I went is social media works and uh, we got a couple messages to come by and I was like, sure, let's do it. So if you want us to like yeah. try your stuff or come by, just shoot us a message on Instagram. And a lot of times Austin and I are like, sure, we'll come by. Um, and another funny thing, but just like a small world, you literally were talking to the owner who's from Rehoboth, you know, Craig is obviously from Delaware and the bachelorette party that we ran into in there, a lot of the girls were, were like were from Austin and I'm going to Austin in like three weeks because Alabama's playing Texas the second week of the game. And so they were like, Oh my God, Texas is Texas that. And then it was just like, sometimes it really can be a small world, Greg. Yeah. I, I mean, not that I really have any sort of connection to Austin other than the fact that I'm going there for the very first time in two weeks. Um, it's just like, there's always something to talk about with someone that we meet. I feel like, you know, yeah, you and Shep are going to Austin. So keep an eye out for them. I'm jealous. I would be going, but I have an event in Columbus, Ohio. And then, uh, work is work, Craig. I, I mean, remember you went to Jack's bachelor party and I had to launch my beer in Greenville, South, South Carolina. And like y'all went to Montreal and Craig was like hanging with some of like my snowboard heroes. And Craig was like, I don't really know who any of these guys are. And I was like, I have to launch my I was texting him being like, do you know? Okay, I'm just going to throw the names out that are here. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? And also, I just thought you meant Jax from Vanderpump for a second. And I was like, I don't think I went to his bachelor party. No. Jack, um, plural Jack. 
Uh, yeah, speaking of college football, I mean, I said it in this sandwich, but we ended up staying for like an hour and just talking to people. I oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Before you go on, are you not going to mention the hat that I'm wearing? Like, are you just going to gloss over this? I mean, okay. Like, when you pulled up, you know, when Here's I joined. Here's the problem, like, because when you joined, I was like, oh, wow. And I forgot that we weren't recording yet. So, yes. Tell me about your hat, Austin, and everyone can look at our Instagram now that Nick has decided to work and actually edit our videos, which is fantastic as he shoots me the middle finger. Um, We have joined the video game. So now look at Instagram for some clips and you will see Austin's hat. Pillows and beer. I I just think it's funny uh, because you're about to go into college football, which is like one of my absolute favorite topics of all time. But uh, I... I just thought that that you'd get like a kick out of this hat, Craig, because this is such like a Hamptons hat. This is such like a Bushwick hat, you know. It like didn't a, even phase me. So for those that can't look at Instagram right now, he's wearing a cowboy hat that's not bent. <laughs> a Pharrell hat. He's wearing a Pharrell hat. Right, right, right. Like a flat brimmed, like proper. Yes, yeah, so, Amish so hat. I, I think Amish people wear the hat that you're wearing. I love the way that I'm describing this versus how a, a fashion forward person would describe it. Yeah. To me, it is an yeah, Amish hat. It? Yeah, it's an Amish hat that has a decorative ribbon wrapped around it is how I will. With, with, with some feathers, too, With of some course. feathers, yes. Um, like, you are you know, a rebel Daniel's in the boyfriend Amish Robert, world. <laughs> you know, Danielle's boyfriend, Robert, always, always wears them. Yeah, he does. Um, so this is what's funny. And, and, and you also did last year, too, at... Uh, in the Hamptons. Um, I went to Vail for a buddy's wedding and we came upon this hat shop, me and Nick from Charleston. And we were like, we have to get a proper hat. So I'm going through this whole thing. They bring me like a glass of bourbon and I'm like, Ooh, you know, this shape and that shape and this width and that width. Oh, and cut it down some here and, and let's do this. And, and then at the end of it, I was like, I didn't even ask you like, like, what are we looking at here? And wait, let me guess. So where were you? Uh, it's called um, Kimasabi. Oh, and Aspen. Oh, they no, have so, one. So there's one in Aspen, Vale, uh, Jackson, and Vegas. So twelve hundred. I I walked out of there with a one thousand and six dollar tap. Okay. Well, I was just talking about this with someone last night. I thought it was going to be like three fifty something like that. Oh. You know, and I was like, okay. See, here's. Here's my cheat is that the only one that I've been around was in Aspen. So I just figured that it would cost a million dollars. If I walked into one that wasn't in Aspen, I would have gotten suckered into, dude, it's a sick hat. It really is. But you got to wear it outside of podcasting. I, I literally put it on today because I'm here and I put it on this hook in, in the corner here. And that's kind of where it sits because you're not supposed to put it on its brim and like this and like that. And I'm like, I don't have enough places to wear this until I go back to Aspen or until like the fall hits at least. But Charleston is really not a conducive place to yeah, wear it. this hat. It's fuck too it. fucking hot. It'll get, it's, too hot. it's hot and it'll get ruined, but yeah, it'll true. get snatched off your head real quick. Anyways. Well, what did, did you go in because they had a bar? Cause I was just talking about this with someone last night. Apparently Yeti in Charleston used to have a bar. They'd serve drinks out of their Yeti cups. I didn't know that, but they stopped during COVID and people were like, look, you end up buying shit. And I was like, if I walked into that hat bar in Aspen and had a couple drinks while the girls shopped, I would end up buying a hat. 
Yeah, no. So so I walked into that hat store specifically to buy a hat. I was like, I'm in a wedding in Vail. I've always wanted this. Like, it was so good to be back in Vail. I hadn't been to Vail in ages, Craig, because you and I have been going to Aspen yeah. a bunch. And uh, and I haven't been back to Vail, and it was gorgeous. And, of course, I had some, you know, like, rosé in my system. And so we go in there, and Nick and I are doing this whole thing. And, and, and you know, the woman's like, hey, would you like some whiskey? I'm like, I'd love a highball on the rocks, you know? And... Uh, so and did you wear it when you were out there? Of course, of course. And the, the funny thing about it is that, so the wedding was from a bunch of people from the Southeast uh, when, uh, to high school with. It was a conversation starter to the max. Like I took it off and put it on almost every person's head at the party. It, it was just one of those things. And no, I don't wear it often because I'm so not a hat guy, but like, I just feel like, you know, this winter, this fall, traveling places, I'm going to every and all, ex- any and all excuses to wear this hat, I'm, um, I'm in. Well, I'm sure you all will see Austin in this hat. Um, before we take a quick break, let's touch on college football because we're not going to spend too much time on it. But, um, you know, basically, I, while everyone in the sandwich shop, including these girls in Austin, were talking about college football, you know, I grew up in kind of the Baltimore area where we were professional sports fans. We didn't have college football. At least I didn't grow up with it. I know Maryland's got a team and stuff. So I was lost trying to follow along. I only know about college football because I'm with Austin so much. Um, but I'm going to try to go to an Alabama game this year. And I was just telling Austin at the gym, I learned everything that I <laughs> know about the conversation today was from a uh, Instagram post, which basically was a joke, but it basically tiered like it had the teams that were supposed to win the teams whose fan bases think they have a shot, the teams whose fan bases are going to be really sad this year. So like for 10 minutes, I actually held my own. And then I was like, I actually don't know what I'm talking about. Um, it's very, very interesting, Craig, because the college football line and, and Nick, Nick can be the buffer here. Right. Okay. So, so there's Craig who went to C of C right? College of Charleston, which does not have a football team. Okay. And then there's me that went to Alabama that does, you know, that does have, um, in upper echelon. Yeah, we get it. You went to Alabama. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> Roll tide is all we hear in the airport. No. So in upper echelon football team, right. Or, and then I always think Craig, if I didn't go to Bama or I didn't go to a school that didn't have, you know, college football, right. Because it's not just Bama. I mean, uh, like you know, these girls are from Ole Miss, Texas, all I those mean, schools. This is actually a pretty good post to put up, Nick, because even as as I say this, I'm sure, you know, there are many women or, or whoever is listening in their car saying like, you know, you know, roll tide or, you know, let's go Tigers or let's go Utes or let's go Trojans or let's go. So if I didn't you see and Craig just doing that, like I have friends and, you know, we all do. I mean, Yarbs. Yarbs hates Clemson so much. Like, they hate each other so much. USC Gamecocks and Clemson Tigers just hate each other so much. So, so correct even doing that C-L-E-M-S-O-N. Like, people hate it who went to South Carolina so much. So, for that reason, college football is so wonderful. I don't know if I did not go to a football school. Like, if I went to CFC, Craig, I might. I don't know because my dad is such a diehard college football fan. But I don't know if I'd care as much. Like, I, I'd be like, nah. Well, yeah, I, I mean, that's how like, I didn't go to a big school. I love college football. Yeah, but who do you root for, Nick? Did Iowa. It? Okay, okay. This is what I'm saying. It 
I am not trying to say because I went to Bama. Like there are so many fan, but like, but if I went to a school that didn't have football, would I be a fan? <clears throat> well, I mean, look, and that's that's the position I was in. All I so I always was asked, are you a USC fan or a Clemson fan? And I was like, whatever game I was at that weekend, like if a friend took me to a game, like I would just root for them. I will say, which is so stupid that I'm saying this because I've never really admitted it. I had a lot of fun at Clemson games. I also had fun at USC games, but I had a lot of fun at Clemson games. And I know people are like, oh, instead of being mad about that, just change my mind next, you know, this season. I'll go to the cockaboose with you guys or something. Um, no, man, but this is great, by the way. This is great. I based Craig my affiliation coming. on how much fun I had when I visited. Craig is coming out of the gate as an early college football Clemson fan. I'm kind of liking this. Craig has drawn a minor line in the sand. Oh, no. <laughs> and so far, 80% of his feet are on the Clemson side. And this is a developing yeah, situation. But then being with you for the last few years, I have been, look, we watched Alabama win the national championship in the Bahamas together. So no, no, we didn't. Clemson beat the dog shit out of us that year. Remember? Oh, oh yeah. Because Anna, Anna freaking Hayward was chirping her brains off. And Graham looked at me and goes, if you want to throw your drink in your face, you totally can. And the <laughs> fucked up thing about college football is that I actually thought about it for like two seconds. I was like, ooh, he gave me the, you know, he gave me the okay. And then I stopped myself like, okay, Austin, no, that's outlandish. But that is college football. It riles you up that much. Well, and I, and me again i even forgot who won that year and it's it's because i i tend to just root for whoever i'm with and it's not a fair weather fan it's like i'm with austin all the time so i'm probably gonna end up being an alabama fan which people are like oh wow craig you decided to get into college football and you chose bama and it's like okay well, bama gonna, or clemson can i choose to kill craig for that <laughs> we're gonna cook He's like, well, and they're like Bama or Clemson. And they're like, oh, cool. You know, what do you like? And the Yankees, too. And, and yeah. you know, the fucking, you know, the Tampa Patriots, Lightning the and, Patriots the and the and the Yankees. Um, but it's funny because in that moment, so we're at uh, we were at Snappa's in um, in Abaco, which, yeah, which isn't there right now. They're rebuilding. And we were at the Pentagon table and. I watched, you know, my assistant, Anna Hayward, who was also a very dear friend and her husband, who I was down there with, change into a person that I had never seen before. Like we all sat down for a nice dinner, you know, open air bar, just chilling. Austin wanted to watch the game and she did. And after kickoff, they she spoke to Austin in a way that I have never heard her speak to anyone. Right, right. (laughs) Nothing else mattered in that moment. It's kind of like, you know, Mario Kart, right? It's like you say things to people that you wouldn't normally say in real life. You're like, you son of a whore. <laughs> you know, like you start yelling at people. And that's what she was doing to me. And like, I couldn't say much back because and, they just kept Well, and you guys were losing. So I score, almost was, I was like, like, wow, be nice. And she like would not take her foot off the gas. And yes, her husband Graham was like, look, if you throw your drink in her face, like I get it. <laughs> like. And like, I looked at Craig and I was like, I'm about to do it, you know? And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you obviously can't do this. I was like, I don't understand what's happening, but no, please. I was so bummed. And so, and and so what I would say is this, Craig, this might be fun. So it, like I plan on, because, you know, we don't, uh, I'm just going to say it like this. We don't know what our fall is going to look like. It might be wide open. We don't know. It doesn't matter. So. 
if our fall is wide open, I'm already planning on going to that Alabama game in, tech, uh, in Texas, and then I'm planning on going to a USC game. I'm definitely planning on going to a Clemson game. Then I'm planning on going to another game potentially elsewhere. So it could be fun to do like a college football tour, Craig, and then you kind of see all these atmospheres. And then by the end of the season, I'm like interested. I want you to 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 give me your team i want you yeah to i like that like team. you know that one guy i don't know who he's working for i don't know if it's bar store or not but he like rates bars rusty or something he's kind of great i follow him on instagram he's, I, he's on like you know friday beers or something yeah rusty yeah, yeah. and we are about to go on tour again the second round of our tour so maybe we go to college football games while we're on tour um so this will be a fun thing to follow along this college football season craig tries to figure out college football um, let's. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. All right, Craig. So before you book any brunch, you pour over lists and lists of reviews, right? So why not do the same when you're booking a doctor's appointment? With Zocdoc, you can see real, verified patient reviews to help find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood. After all. Finding the right doctor is just as, if not more important than finding the right plate of Eggs Benny. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun. Whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house, which we know so much about. Search, find, and book doctors with a few taps. Find and review local doctors. Read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. And now when you walk into that doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. So go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that is right for you, and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash pills and beer and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for top-rated doctors today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com. Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash pillows and beer. ZocDoc.com slash pillows and beer. All right, welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. I am here in the Hall Wine Studio. Austin is at his home, and Nick Norris is at one of his homes. It is night uh we're doing a jock jams episode uh nick welcome to the show welcome so speaking of college football before the commercial break did you guys see what uh south carolina is naming trying to name their rooster the fans are trying to do i saw something absurd on instagram but i didn't actually see what it was so they did a fan vote for like what they should name it and the leading candidate since it's a rooster and they're the gamecocks is the cock commander is leading the uh, fan vote. I don't think Amazing. that that would ever fly. They're saying they won't do it behind closed doors, but they're saying they're going to go with the number one fan vote. And look, a lot of their merch already uses the word cock and shit. Uh, well, no, not cock and shit. They use, <laughs> they use the word cock. It definitely does not use that. Um, maybe I made... <laughs> 
USC fans are going to be like, Craig, we're going to kill you. <laughs> um, I I think um, I saw that post, Nick, and the post was like, name this cock. And I, I just, you shrug your shoulders. And, and they've just embraced it fully with. Do you with, have a name for your rooster? <laughs> it's an elephant, Craig. An elephant. It's, your your it, elephant trunk. Our our elephant's name is Big Al. No, your personal cock, <laughs> oh, aka my dick. rooster. Yeah, I'm just oh. trying to be a little more. Like, oh, sensitive. that's actually funny <laughs> because I, now I kind of want to name it myself, Big Al, <laughs> just like Big our Al mascot. But my very first name that was ever given to it was from my high school girlfriend obviously i'm not going to name names um and she was obsessed with titanic so she named it jack for jack dawson <laughs> that's funny i give you props i i i'm not going to reveal mine um what what you can't oh, say that oh. i've had someone call it yeah. buck well, before no, Harry well Potter page has not named it and it annoys me and i'm like page you have to name my rooster um and she just hasn't but um, I have, she just named it Rooster. Not a terrible name, except I think everyone thinks of my like one of my favorite actors now when they hear Rooster because of Tom Cruise or Top Gun. Which I just watched again. Why can't I think of her? his name? Why do I always go mind? Miles Teller. Miles Teller. He was only on our prompter, you know, during a couple of our shows, which is <laughs> funny. We have to rewrite an entire I know series of I shows. Know um, which will be fun. Nick, that, that, do, Nick, be do fun you name hell. your your what's the the scientific term for a male genitalia? A phallus? Wait, phallus? 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 What is your phallus's name, Nick? You don't have to tell us. I mean, I've had a girl like who's a Harry Potter fan call it like Buckbeak from <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> this is funny. So, actually, <laughs> like I didn't make this up. This is funny. Craig doesn't know what uh, what a hippogriff is. It's like Have you the, seen the third one, Craig? Have you seen The Prisoner of Azkaban? Is that your favorite one, or that's the one no. where the guy dies that I like? No. No one no. dies in that one. What's the one where the uncle dies? Well, that, the third one, you meet him. The fifth one is when he dies. Oh, Austin so. just saluted him. He did that. <laughs> the Order of the Phoenix is when Sirius Black dies, yes. But the... Prisoner of Azkaban is where Buckbeak, uh, it's like Hagrid's first time teaching the class, and they're very like noble creatures. And the name of the hippogriff is Buckbeak. And think of like a large eagle, Craig, a large eagle that walks around on all fours that like you can kind of ride. So it's like an eagle horse. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. That's okay. really funny, Nick. That's the name. Hey, I think we've got a question from Nick this week. Is is this cousin's wedding your your question, Nick? Well, I think all questions. Yes, that come from is Nick's. my cousin Lauren. Oh, so this is your actual question this time. Yeah, I'd love to get her on maybe another time just to have you guys judge it for us because you know be the panel of judges because I think I should get a plus one at her wedding, and she's like, Nick, you're not getting a plus one. I'm like, I'm going to be the only single person there. And I don't get a plus one. So is she saying like, that you have to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend to have a plus one? You can't just bring a date. 
Correct. And she's saying you would have to start dating now for us to even consider it. And I'm like, well, that's not, that part's not true. If, if it is your boyfriend or girlfriend, you get to bring them as like a family member, you know, like you would get a plus one if you had a girlfriend or boyfriend. I didn't realize this was a thing until me and Austin were at Jack's wedding in Aspen and neither of us had a plus one, but at a lunch, like Austin was like, Oh yeah. Like somehow it came out that we, me and Paige were girlfriend, boyfriend now. And they were like, Oh, well if you're actually dating, she can come. So she like, but that was my first experience with that. I thought you just got to bring a plus one as like That's a date to thought. the wedding. But I'm being told nowadays it's different. Austin, yeah. What have you experienced this recently? Uh, fuck, guys. <clears throat> I started reading some questions ahead. Okay. Like, if I, I should get a plus one. No, do you think, like, okay, if no, we got married no, today, Austin, no, no, I, no. I do think that, like, you get to bring a significant other, as in girlfriend or boyfriend, even if we don't like them, even if we know it's not going to last. But if you're actually dating, sure, bring them because it's weird to make you come without them. But as this might make me old, but bringing a date as a date to a wedding sounds fucking bizarre as shit to me at this point. But I you, think, God, I think there's a number of things. <clears throat> so what you just said is correct. And I'm not going to offer an opinion. I am offering law. This is martial <laughs> law right now. If you call this person your girlfriend or boyfriend, they should they should be allowed to come yeah. to the wedding. <clears throat> if you have declared yourself boyfriend or girlfriend before the wedding invites go out. Now, the caveat is this. If it's not a seated plated dinner at the wedding and it's a buffet or it's like, a, oh, hey, like we didn't plan this seating chart out in, in advance, then you talk to your partner and say, hey, can Nick bring his date because there's not a seating chart? Like then that is a discussion for you and your Keep wife. Keep in mind I am ordaining their wedding. I'm like – the one doing the wedding. Well, then you should get a date. But here, well, well, let's, I said. well let's, I just let's discuss me, it. Still because, so here's the thing. I had never thought about this until recently because I've done a lot of growing up. And even though I'm 34, yes, I should have realized this before. If I'm have if, if I'm getting married, I don't want my cousins or my friends bringing someone I don't know, I guess, unless they see a future with that person. And I had Do never that. seen that before because I've always yeah. just been a wedding guest and so, yes, I kind of understand being like, I don't want randoms at my wedding. So I kind of get it. But I also think that you deserve the respect to be like, Nick's not going to bring someone we don't like to our wedding. And he's ordaining it so he can bring someone. But, yeah, that's that's a tough question. So what do you think, yeah. Nick? Like, who would you bring? Would you bring someone you've been talking to or would you bring yes, a first date? Yes, I have somebody in mind. She's like, unless you start dating this girl now. Oh, well, like, no, well, that's please. all just principle shit. So if you meet the the criteria and the guidelines of why we don't want randoms there, but this is someone that you've been seeing and you vouch for, then you should be able to bring her. I agree. And she just texted me, still no, I love you, but still no. Well, then that's stupid. That's just a principle thing. And it's, it's like, I don't need to call this girl my girlfriend. She might meet my girlfriend, but I'd love to see how she is around my family. Like, maybe I need to see that first. Nick, or sorry, Craig, 
Um, I'm going to say the same thing that Nick's that Nick's text just said. Craig, I love you, but no, but no, but still no. Okay, explain. Well, no, no. My wedding is not going to be your fucking social <laughs> experiment to see if your girlfriend is going to work out with the family or not. Sorry, invite her to the family barbecue, but she ain't coming to my wedding. So I love that, that is why if she's established as your girlfriend, and I'm saying she because we're talking about us, if she's established as your girlfriend, before I send the wedding invites out, then yes, you are allowed to bring her. Even if I haven't met her, you can bring her because she is your girlfriend. But if you're like, well, we started dating like a month ago, it's like, sorry, cuz your invite has been sent next time. Well, there's so no sorry, invites haven't gone out yet. The wedding's in the springtime. No, the but I, been I sent. like it because Austin's hot takes I rarely agree with, but I get it. And I'm too much of a people pleaser. Like, Austin's main point is it's not about you, it's about us. But I also don't agree with the timeline thing. If you're dating by that time, then sure. But okay. All right. Well, but I um, like I like what you said, Austin, because I never thought about it like that. And you're right; it's okay to be selfish on your wedding. Unfortunately, sorry, Nick. But now, now ugh, I know the bride always wins. There's a funny episode, by the way, Nick, of uh, "How I Met Your Mother," where where basically Lily calls it's out Ted. name that bitch. Yes, and Lily calls out Ted for bringing you know random dates to to. Like the Friendsgivings or or you know the Christmases, and then in all the photos, it's like we have these great photos of all of our best friends. And who the hell is this? You know, name that bitch, Ted. And every time he's like, "Well, that's uh," and that's what it would be and like. That's in fair. A wedding. Like, well, look, back in when our early twenties, that wasn't a thing, right? We had a different date to every like event, not in a like slutty way it just was like you we were in college dude that's what right you did. right so i get i get that well like austin you didn't have a problem not being able to bring a date to the aspen wedding because you were like yeah like i'm not going to use this as an opportunity to get laid it's not no, my day no of course and instead you had to take care of me and Paige. you like both passed out <laughs> both alcohol poisoning and Paige <laughs> fell out in the middle of the hallway yes yes um, Austin, what, uh, what did you have going on this week? Did you guys watch the new game of Thrones? Are you a game of Thrones person? Nick, are you, this is a heck of big time. Of, 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 yeah. I, I think that, um, I, okay. So I've heard a lot of people saying that they didn't know if they're going to watch this new game of Thrones because of the way that you know, the last one ended and whatever you think about game of Thrones it doesn't matter. The fact that they have spent as much money as they've spent to make each and every episode, no matter what, it is going to be a visual spectacle. It is going to be outrageously, like, beautifully done. And now we're going back into the into the George R.R. R. Martin world, right, where, like, we don't have to, like, interpret things from, you know, other writers. So I, of course, watch the shit out of it. And... I'm probably going to watch it again before the next one comes out, but I'm very excited for Sunday. Um, I will tell you a little bit of a more funny topic than I have not watched it either. Uh, I was just curious if it was like Harry Potter translated to Game of Thrones for you. Like you love that. I mean, Nick, oh. Nick watched didn't it. Didn't you? Like, I just didn't know if you were as like, no, fan no, no, crazy no, about not, this. you know, before the, before you jump in, Nick, it's not, it's not like I do love the, like, 
Lord of the Rings stuff, which by the way, there's a new Lord of the Rings series coming out, The Rings of Power. Very excited for that. I mean, Harry Potter, sure. I, like, it, in my opinion, who who wouldn't love like the science fiction of it all? It, it, I mean, the dragons alone. The very end of the episode, Nick, and then I'm like, it's your turn. But the very end of the episode when like he gets on that badass black and red dragon and he rides off, I was like, that dragon is sick as fuck. All right, what do you think, Nick? Just like I said, I've read, I know what's like, going to happen. I know the plot line. I've read it, and it's going to be great. I'll leave it as that. If you haven't watched it, don't let the last couple seasons of Game of Thrones oh, you mean when they killed you. everyone's favorite people every fucking episode? So if you were happy like me, I just stopped watching. And then yeah. I watched the finale, See, this, and I was like, like, oh, cool. Like, like, bang your aunt and rule the world. Just well, that's how it. they used to do it in the real days, so they just had dragons in those. Um... Uh, Austin's getting a refill, so we'll take this opportunity to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Feel every beat of summer at Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Catch live concerts by Maddie and Tay, Flo Rida, and more. Rock to the rhythms of the Coke Studio DJ Dance Party. Escape the storm on the all-new Dark Coaster. And discover more world-class thrills in all-new shows. Turn up the fun after sundown during summer nights. And enjoy the ice-cold refreshment of Coca-Cola all day. Only at Busch Gardens. Save up to $30 on a special Coca-Cola all-day drink plus ticket offer. Refillable souvenir bottle included. Restrictions apply. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. All right, welcome back, everyone, to this episode of Pills and Beer. I am here at the Hall Wine Studio. Austin Kroll is at his downtown, not cool, cool house, and Nick Norris is joining <laughs> us from Virginia. Um, I want to make it a little lighter, but I love that we talked about all that, and I'm going to throw out some stuff, and then whatever Austin wants to ask me about what I'm saying, he can. First thing, uh if recording was not an option, like if people could not record video or pictures, I would have an OnlyFans. Uh, number two, if you, if I dated an Instagram girl that made money by from her Instagram account, I would not demand her to post a picture of me knowing that it would hurt her business. And I think you have to be secure enough to date someone that works in that business to not care that a million guys comment on her shit. Um, and number three, I actually love surprises. <laughs> That's, 
That's where what? I go with that. Well, no, my real number three is I just found out that people actually Zillow people's houses that they're dating or going on a first date with, which I never even thought to do. So that's my real third. So one, I would have an OnlyFans if you couldn't record it or if I wasn't on TV because they make so much money. Two, I wouldn't care if I dated an Instagram model and she never posted me as long as we had a good relationship. And three, I didn't realize that people Zillow other people's houses. Hold on, man. Where is this coming from? Just thoughts of this week. Oh, oh. And uh, I was saying, like, I'll give you thoughts of the week. I'll give you three things and you can be like, um, and then I have three more after that. And then I want to hear your thoughts. So let me start with three because it was the last one. I think that Zillowing another person's house is a boss move. Um, Ever since I became a homeowner, I love to Zillow people's houses. Um, I think it's awesome. I mean, I do it. I, I just found out. I just, it never even crossed my mind. And I'm like, this is hilarious. I love this. I mean, it's so easy. It's like literally the very top bar. It's like, let me just type in your address and bam, it pops up. And, and is that an accurate, right? Because, you know, the Zestimate literally will sometimes give you like a hundred grand kind of window or, or uh, you know. Yeah, uh, but it like, can still give you a, a, like, I had never thought to Zillow someone's place that I was seeing, but I mean, yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, well, wait, now that I know it, I would do it. But it's like, you know, to Zillow it to see the inside of it or like Zillow it to see how much it costs to see if they're worth a damn. Well, I think a lot of people do it to see what they're working with. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, shit. Y'all should Zillow my house, but I'm not gonna give you my address, but <laughs> Tax I have a records. Mortal Kombat freaking machine inside my house now. And man, that's the value what? What do you think about the Instagram girl that you're dating? She makes her money by being an Instagram girl. Well, would you care if she never put, here's why I say this because you know, everyone out there knows like Hannah and Paige do a funny thing where they ask boyfriends how many Instagram girls they follow. I follow some, right? It's just, it was part of my life before dating Paige and it's part of my like Instagram feed. And when they post a boyfriend, or like if you go to look at a girl, and this sounds terrible, but I'm just saying, and you see that he has a guy when I was single, well, I just wouldn't care anymore, right? Like if you were a single guy and you're looking at an Instagram girl's Instagram, and I know this is all so fucking convoluted, but the truth is, is if when you see the the model has a boyfriend, the fantasy goes away a little bit. That's right. And That's I right. and when I was single, I wouldn't pay that girl much attention knowing that she had a boyfriend. And so that's a real thing. It does kill the fantasy. So dating someone like that and knowing that, how, what would your position be on that? I mean, Craig, it's just like when you went to Winter House, I, I was bummed because I was like, Craig, you're killing the fantasy that you're like attainable. <laughs> um, and I think that if I wasn't in the business or or wasn't in this kind of thing and then was dating a girl. So like if I was just a guy out there and then fell into dating some beautiful girl who has an OnlyFans or this or that, it would bother the hell out of me. But if you're inside the realm of, you know, we're on a show and then I begin to date some girl on OnlyFans, then it's like, okay, I get the little game of cat and mouse here. Like you don't, you don't have to post me. I promise I'm not going to be that guy. But if I was a guy on the outside, right. You know, just like a normal guy out there, which I mean, I am for all accounts, but you know what I mean? Then it might bother me more. 
then it might bother me more. Yeah, I mean, I, I think what it, I think losing the fantasy probably costs them money of being single or not. I do like You're when... Right. But You're here, right, and that's why these boyfriend posts are very few and far between. Mostly, mostly. And I'll right. tailor my, my statement a little further by saying I appreciate when they make it known that they have a boyfriend, as in like maybe a couple stories... It's clear that they have a boyfriend. They or, hold themselves or an out to Instagram highlight. You know, yes. the, like if if they make a highlight where it's like you know, babe, and then it's like. But like, I don't think I you have to be on her feed because you're gonna hurt. Yeah, like I say, but yes, it's a uh, it's just something I was thinking about. Okay, and um, then number one, because was, we get so much like shit from like you know, Paige and I get so many comments like, "Why don't you post each other on each other's feeds?" And it's like, because we don't fucking care. Like, I've never thought that like I had to prove anything to anyone. But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, Paige has a really nice looking Instagram profile, and if there is just pictures of me on there, it wouldn't do her any good for the brands that she works with. You know what I mean? Like, it just enough, wouldn't. Funny enough that that you know, girls. Uh, think about the flow of their profile, right? So it's like, well, I can't just post this picture and go with the flow of my profile. The aesthetic of it. And then, so um, would you, if you weren't on TV and you had a chance to make money with a girl like on OnlyFans, would you do it? If they couldn't record or screenshot. Like, the only yeah, time you'll be yeah. seen having sex is that one time with the person paying for it while they're watching. Yeah, but 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 that's not a possibility. Like, that's just not a possibility because screenshotting and recording will always happen. So, um, um, would I do it? Would I do it? I want to say yes. I mean, shit. I've already. Are been you in- guys famous? Like, is this post TV or just no? You no, no. If we anymore. never were on TV, if we never were on TV. And it was like, hey, my hot ass girlfriend has an OnlyFans, and you could be, you know, the dick for for her. <laughs> you could make some money. It's kind of what I meant by this, but I, yeah, I had already used my my vulgar terms today. <laughs> if I can, she can use me as her. <laughs> as we her ha- stunt dick. We actually, okay. we actually have a buddy. We won't say his name, but we were all out, you know. <laughs> couple months ago and he's like yeah so just found out i'm in an only fans video <laughs> and like you can't Which tell is. who it is but you can he's like my my phallus is used in an only fans video and i can say that we laughed for a uh a while it's probably not only in in one i'm sure he's <laughs> yeah. it's like I hope so but uh but yeah so then i have got i've got two happy things to end on and then i want to hear your thoughts this week one you do not need to preface to us anymore that you're too old to say hi. And it's oh, happened so one, much that like, I, I just, I want everyone to know this. You are not too old to say hi. You're not too old to watch our show. You're not too old to do anything. But recently it's increased a little bit where people are like, I'm old enough to be your mom or I'm like too old to like, you know, be a fan. And it's just, I, that's like, if someone tells you you have a nice haircut, just say thank you. So I'm not saying I'm trying to say it in a nice way that you're not like, don't be self-conscious about your age. Right. Austin. Yeah. Well, that's actually funny that you say that Craig, because I feel like a bunch that that's happened to us a, a bunch in the past two weeks or so. And you know, women come up and they're like, 
I am your oldest fan. And I'm like, stop it. Like, no, you are like, that is not true. Like, you're also not, we've met way older than you. <laughs> you know? Sure. You know, always, right. Always. If you think that you're the oldest, you know, you're not like, and we love and- like to us. That is, here's why I'm mentioning it is because that is the last thing in the world that Austin and I would ever care about. Like if that you're being nice, true. we last thing that I think about like, Oh yeah. wait, what you think that you're too old to be to nice like to us. On Bravo? <laughs> yeah. So that's one happy thing is don't worry about it. The other one <clears throat> that just made me laugh because it happened this week, getting stuck in like an airplane aisle. Like if you go to the bathroom right before they start the beverage service is way more awkward than necessary because I plan my bathroom like breaks on where the beverage cart is, but I watched someone get caught uh, a couple days ago and they had no idea what to do with themselves. They almost just sat down in the aisle and I wanted to be like, we all get it. Like, it's not that awkward. You know what I mean? Or no, like when you get caught in an aisle and you're like, Oh God, I don't know where to like go right now. Like it feels well, really sure. Awkward. Sure. Because I feel like the illusion or, or, or the illusion. I feel that the thought process that's going on in your head is that, Everyone's watching you like, like, look at this idiot. Look at this idiot that got caught behind the beverage girl. Let's all stare at him and laugh. 100%. That is what you think in your head too. You you think that, and that's a good way to put it. Like maybe that's a good lesson for a lot of moments is not everyone is watching and judging or caring you because I am a hyper aware person. So like, and Austin has to deal with me always being like, everyone is watching (laughs) How dare you tip 40%? We will never be allowed back in this restaurant because you didn't offer to like pay for someone's college. Like it's just, it gets so out of hand. That's actually, it's actually accurate. I'm like, Craig, I just gave her literally a hundred dollars on a hundred dollars. What more do you want from me? He's like, you could have smiled more. Firstborn, name your firstborn after her. What is wrong with you? I'm like, <laughs> and how are you not seeing this, Austin? <laughs> yeah. And then Austin sometimes gets sensitive, and it's funny because everyone has a limit. Like everyone, like you can push them only too far, and then it sucks when you push your buddies too far because you don't mean it. But there's been plenty of times where he's like, "I need a minute away from you." Like we'll be going to the next <laughs> bar, and he's like, "And I'm like, no, 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 I want to do shots." He's like. Craig, I need some time away from you. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> that, that doesn't happen that much, but you know. Not anymore, but when I was happened. when I was on Adderall, it happened a it lot. It definitely happened. Y'all, I could tell you stories. Now, Craig, I do want to, like, you are bringing up some, some you know, very nice points and very nice thoughts. Do you have any more thoughts? Or, or I kind of just, like, want to touch on this last thing with you if you don't have any more thoughts. But if you do, then please go. No, for me, that was kind of my like list of, you know, like fun stuff that I thought about this week. So, you know, I know you have a list too. I looked at our notes page and my, um, like, I didn't really write out thoughts like that. Just like, okay, you know, touch on this, but something that I do and that I think is an interesting talk, which we might, I mean, we could talk about this for 30 minutes, I'm sure, and probably will when this is done, but Watching that new show called Welcome to Wrexham, okay? I just want to touch on this quickly. What is that? Or, or, or can be as, <clears throat> so Ryan Reynolds and Rob uh, McElhenney from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia bought a fifth-tier 
Uh, yes, it, it is a TV show. It's not scripted. So, so yeah, it's, it's no, a reality. Always Sunny is a great show. I still don't know what you're telling me about. Ryan Reynolds and Ron McElhenney <clears throat> bought an English football team, and they documented the whole thing. So it's more of like a documentary than it is a reality show. And they bought the team. I mean, I looked it up, and obviously, I don't know if this is true or not, but they bought the team for like 2 million pounds. And... They, they basically did what you and I talk about all the time where it's like, let's just do this and like hire like a camera crew and then pitch it. And that's what they did. They hired a camera crew to like follow them. Now, granted, it's Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney. And they followed their whole journey of like acquiring this club and having to go through the process of like, like <clears throat> the board was like, why the fuck do you want to buy this team? And like, why do you have any fucking interest in our town? And why do you have any interest in soccer and this and that? And, and they had to present and Ryan Reynolds, like, you know, showed his pits and he was like sweating. And he was like, look, every time that you try to like present yourself to somebody, I don't care if you're me or if you know, you're you, like you are, you have this like fraud mentality where it's like at any given moment, they're just going to be like, you're a fraud. That's kind of awesome though. That's You're true saying. though. It's true. Yeah, totally, totally. And, and it's like, so it, it, it's so relatable. Right. And so I'm super excited to watch the rest of the show, right? Because it only came out with the first two, two episodes. Oh, I didn't realize it was out. I had known it had been talked about. And honestly, I'll yeah. tell you, this is obviously my dream, right? It doesn't get much better than that. Getting into like basically live Ted Lasso. Like that is awesome. Yeah. Like that is the dream. And when, and when you look at what they bought it for, I'm not saying that you and I should go out and buy some fifth tier, you know, English football team, but it's more about the fact that they're like, we want to turn this team around. And if you're not into it's like Ted Lasso, it's like a legitimately Ted Lasso. We moved to like Europe for a little bit and find ourselves a Ted Lasso. So it, it's like. It like has me thinking every time that I've seen an episode or I've rewatched it actually, and it's like, like they just enjoy being entrepreneurs and they enjoy seeing their entrepreneurial endeavors succeeding. And now they're about to like have to pay pay like a new manager and do this. So obviously, it's not just like a million pounds each. There's more cost if they want you know better players and a better manager. But it's really cool, Craig, because it's like that's that's uh, like. I mean, yeah, but you get it to do it. Them. You you get to do it in something that like you enjoy. I think Charleston Battery just sold again. Um, Charleston Battery was sold in 2016, which is the soccer team in Charleston, and they're they they have a legitimate schedule. They they play legitimate yeah. teams and like yeah, it's a professional. Well, they're a professional oh. soccer team. So the thing that's cool and uh, another kind of caveat to that is that Bill Murray does own a portion of the River Dogs, Dogs yeah. right? So it's like it's known. And they just sold to Tampa Bay. They used to be like Yankees Farm League or like the Orioles and or maybe the Yankees. And now they're Tampa Bay's Farm League. And he gets to own a minor league <clears throat> baseball team, which is so cool. Like they won the championship last year. And I'm sure there was a lot of celebrating for that. Now that definitely is a lot of fun. So Charleston River Dogs, Craig, single A. Hold on. Hold on. Did you just see my face? Yes, I did. What the fuck just happened? Nothing. I just read that in 2019. Oh, okay. 
Sorry, let me explain real quick, and then Austin can take the reins again because Craig's being stupid. I Googled Charleston Battery Team sells, and it said, how much did Charleston Battery sell for? This is saying it sold for $6.4 million, which I thought was kind of high. But this is also saying this is what the stadium on Daniel Island sold for. So once again, Craig's talking about something that is not relevant. So Austin, take the lead, and I need to research this more. So, kind of the last thing on this is how interesting that soccer is compared to here, right? So, Charleston, River Dogs, single A. You have single A, double A, and triple A in the minor leagues. And then you get called up to the big leagues. That's a baseball baseball team here. Yes. Now, the River Dogs have no chance of ever being professional. But Ryan Reynolds and Rob's team... The interesting thing about football, English football, is that you can, if you finish in the top tier of your league, you bump up a league. So you have the potential to get to the English Premier League, which it's a long shot as shit considering that they're in the bottom, bottom league. But if you get, like, you can get to the major leagues of soccer if you keep on winning. Well, so and that's the big feeling, that's the big difference. There's, there is a goal. That's so interesting and, well, like, Almost crazy, but right. what makes it awesome? So, so is that everyone they could literally be a major league team, yeah, like play Man U and Arsenal, and um, yes, and like so, Chelsea and Man U, yeah. and yes. So, everyone listening has a minor league team near them or within an hour drive. A lot of times, baseball. So, like we get to go to the River Dogs games downtown, and they're so fun. But the River Dogs will always be a minor league team that feeds yes. professional teams. In soccer, a.k.a. football in Europe, that it's set up so that like our team, the River Dogs or the Shorebirds, where I'm from, um, could actually end up in the pros one day. It's basically what you're saying, right, Austin? Like the River Dogs, if they won, which they won the championship last year, they would have been bumped up a league and they would have a chance to one day be in the professional leagues, which is kind of awesome. They have one chance or like, you know, one day have a chance to be one of the. So like they definitely like it, it could be a thing where they dump some money into it, which I don't think is their you know, whole plan. But the fact that I was even watching it, Craig, and I was like, I might buy that Wrexham hat that Ryan Reynolds like is wearing, you know, that is influence. That is literally the definition of influence. And it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. So I'm, I'm very anxious to see how it plays out. And obviously you and I invested in a restaurant and it has me thinking just beyond, you know, I'm like, I have a couple drinks and I'm like, Craig, I should buy a soccer team. I would love that. I think it's awesome. All right. Well, this Anyways, is gonna be, that was my thought. I'm welcome to Wrexham. I just thought it was like a lasting thought. And, I love uh, that. Well, this is going to be a little longer of an episode, which I'm pumped about. We're going to take another commercial break, and we'll be right back. What's up, everybody? As we dance to that song, which was phenomenal, Nick asked me a quick question during the break. This is not the direction we're heading in, but Nick, you got to say it on live right now. All right. Because I want to see Austin's well, reaction. Well, Austin will know probably where this is from, but I we talked about naming our parts. I asked Craig if he named any girls' parts, and <laughs> yeah, I've I admitted to laughing. I have because I've stolen it from How I Met Your Mother, Snap, Crackle, and Pop. 
Is that I've used that before on a, a girl's lady bits. I've never named a girl's lady bits before. The boobs Me are neither. funny, like you know, like you see it in movies. But I've just never. I I talk about her like a separate person. Like well, I, I, I'm like I talk. I, I call her she. You know, I'm like, yeah, what's she thinking down there? You know, but like not. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, someone's mad at you, or someone's, not, you know, like. But I've never named, so that's kind of funny. Um, yeah, I'll I'll save mine. Did you have you ever named someone's lady parts? No, oh, he's waving off the question. He's waving off the question, folks. Yeah, well, what I was gonna say it was like a tongue-in-cheek thing, and I'm just not gonna do it. Well, because I'm drunk he's now, Craig. Well, I because he, well, and this perfect time to have your thoughts of the week. Okay, have you seen <clears throat> the teenage dirtbag trend? Yes, I'm into it. I think that you and I should make one. For I think that's a phenomenal podcast. idea. Yeah, I think that you and I should send in ridiculous photos from. High school. Wait, explain. So oh, so the teenage, like, is it a song, Craig? Right? Yeah, Teenage Dirtbag. song called Teenage Dirtbag. And so people are sharing their photos of them back from their, like, you know, Teenage Dirtbag days, right? So, like, you know, for instance, girls are, like, you know, their Hollister fucking jean uh, uh, skirts. And, 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 like, you know, they do their hair in that, you know, ridiculous way. And... And so then you send in photos when you were like your emo phase yeah. from teenagers. Well, so Craig, like for instance, Craig definitely has a picture of him wearing like a double popped collar polo. Like that's somewhere. Well, and my hair somewhere. was like a big swoop. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I have for sure photos or pictures of me wearing like a hemp you know, necklace with like a mushroom on it. You know, like I went through a stoner <laughs> phase in high school. Like See, mine was emo, I, yours was stoner. Yeah, yeah, both yes. fit didn't, into teenage dirt. Didn't, didn't cut my hair. I wore uh, uh, Birkenstocks to class like every day, like a baggy sweatshirt. It was all about hemp and like plain frisbee. Like those are my teenage dirt bags. <laughs> So, yeah, I think maybe we start doing funny TikToks or something, but I'm for that because I was like, I don't know if I'm cool enough to have the teenage dirtbag trend, but both of us together for the Pillows and Beer page will be great. Craig, you definitely have epic teenage dirtbag photos because your hair swoop. I also had a hair swoop, which I got in college because that was the thing. Same. But I can't post college photos, but my high school photos, my stoner days, I will we get We just don't, like cool. all those cameras got lost and stuff. So I'll have to look back to my like hidden albums and find them yes okay this should happen for us because i think it's really funny because after seeing your photo last week oh from the uh, fire from the fire i was like oh craig's got some teenage dirtbag photos no doubt well, craig's got picture, some like you know well yeah. awesome wanted to post this picture this week and i was like we have to talk about it on the podcast first he's dressed like the blue men group with his bartenders in new zealand which i feel like these new zealand stories I've only scratched the surface, but I've never seen someone commit to fully. Actually, I've never seen someone commit to Blue Man Group as mo, other than the Blue Man Group. Like you it were wasn't fully the painted. Blue Man Group. Okay, so I'm gonna jump in. 
We painted ourselves as Smurfs. Oh, okay. Right? I thought you were the blue man. So <laughs> the three guys behind the bar were Smurfs. And we had on, you know, the white hats and like white tights that kind of came up to, to like our knees essentially. And, and our whole body was painted blue. Then what we did was that we took it further and we became pimp Smurfs. And so we all bought these like big ass clocks and got these gold chains and hung them down. And so my clock was like a full on wall clock. And then my other buddy had, had like, um, you know, like an alarm clock. And we painted them gold, and we were pimp smurfs. Obviously shirtless behind the bar, just bartending. Which is a story that I should have told last week. But what a... Like, when I went back to find things from New Zealand, that is what I found. I was like... And then, Craig, do the next photo that is on this particular album, right? Because the only pictures that exist are pictures that I was tagged in, as is the old Facebook days. So the picture that I took and uploaded, I'm shirtless on the 4th of July, and... There is an American flag painted over, you know, my chest and on the back, uh, it says America, fuck yeah. And then I have like a bandana tied around my neck, an American flag bandana tied around my neck because I was there for the 4th of July. Um, just so many photos started to surface. I was like, these aren't considered teenage dirtbag photos, but they're pretty dirtbag photos. Like, yeah, <clears throat> we'll be able to fit them in. Um, well, cool. Let's do, while we're on this hot take stuff, let's do a couple fan questions because we haven't had them in a while. I am reading one that I want to read first and foremost because this is like, this is juicy and I feel like we both are, are going to have the same take on this, but let's see. So <clears throat> the question reads, going back to college this week and I got into a relationship over the summer. I like the guy but don't know if it will last as I go to USC, which I'm guessing is South Carolina, but I might be wrong because we live in South Carolina and he goes to Pitt. So which University is in Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should I give it a chance or just end it before either of us really get hurt? Craig, go. Uh, if you're even asking the question, then end it. Right. Yeah. I mean, like you, you, you know, you are in college. Okay. Here you. Okay. Let me give two kind of takes on this and then you dig it. I have to do what you have yelled at me about this before and be like, Craig, put yourself back into a 20-year-old's position. Yes, there is the take that you have so much life ahead of you. If this is your one true love, sure, don't throw it away, but you have so much life to live. If this is just comfortable, then no. Go live college. Let him live college. It's not going to feel good at the time, but it is unreasonable to think that it will ever work out because as people that have gone through college, I'm not being a hater, it's just not going to work. And unfortunately, you met at the wrong time. Timing's everything. You met at the wrong time. If I if I drop my like sensitivity, like shoulder to cry on persona and just tell you how I really feel, you need to you need to both just be single at college. Well, let's just focus on a very important phrase here, or maybe it's a sense. I like the guy, but I don't know if it will last. So that answers your question right there, Craig. Like, no, this is not her true love. This is not her one and only. And you go to different schools like you are, you are cutting off 
one of your legs for no reason. Like you both go to different places. Maybe what you do. You had a summer romance. <clears throat> you didn't have right. a you so, didn't have a marriage romance. You had a summer romance, which is what so you're supposed to do. What you do is to ensure that you both don't drive each other fucking crazy because it sounds like you're about to. You 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 say, hey, look, we go to different schools. I care about you a lot. Let's keep in touch, but we shouldn't date. And then if y'all go back next summer, sure, that's two semesters or, or on fall break or whatever. And like you hook up and it's meant to be. But going back, I think it's very clear. I am very lucky, Craig. I'm very lucky and I'm very proud of myself because I do sometimes fall hard. Like I never, I didn't go to college with a girlfriend, but I did graduate college with a girlfriend and I'm in touch with her still. And you've met her, Kaylee, but I'm so grateful that I didn't go to college with one because that just would have changed my whole college. Well, and let's, let's focus on this. Like you said, this is, it doesn't sound like this is your person. It sounds like you're scared to break up, which look, I am guilty of it. And I've never really had the platform to talk about this. I was a ghoster before ghosting had a word, you know, I would be with someone for like three weeks and then just kind of cut it off because I was too scared to face them in person and break up. So I don't know the answer with how you break up before college, or maybe you just don't put strings on it. But what's going to happen is you're eventually going to fade. You might see each other on holiday and you will figure it out. But yeah, I mean, if you're doing this for principle because you're like, Oh, I think I should stay with this person. It's just, well, let's just cut the bullshit. What do you think, Nick? It's not like you, you, this isn't, if you, the only way a college romance works is if you are in college together. I've seen way too many right, people break Craig, out. Craig, I don't think that we're saying any sort of bullshit from the very beginning. There hasn't been any sort of back and forth. Yeah. You and I have both been like, no, it's done, done. Just end it now. Like we're. We're not fluffing this up. Yeah. She didn't ask for advice on how to make it work. She asked for advice on how to end it. So, well, and I, I can't give you that advice because if it was me, and I'm not going to lie, at that age, I would have just gone to fucking college and never talked to her again. And that sounds well, fucked up, but like it's different nowadays with social media is so different. I, but like I said, I just say it's not going to work out. Sorry, you just rip the bandaid off. Yeah, being it over a text. Yeah. All right, this one is. And that was a harsh statement for me, but I'm just being honest. It was easier than saying like, Hey, I don't like you anymore. Um, I know all of you have touched on this a little before in the podcast. My girlfriend is saying watching porn and only fans is not being faithful. It is not full on cheating, but still being unfaithful to her. I have asked for nudes, but she won't give me any need help. How do I tell her it is not cheating run for the fucking Hills, pal. Yeah. run away <laughs> look a lot of times i try to again hypersensitive person try to control austin's responses but he's telling the truth it's never gonna you have ideology ideologically ideally whatever the fuck that <laughs> word is well we've been drinking a lot of whole wine you're in two different places you're not the same person and like me personally could never date someone that thought porn and OnlyFans wasn't faithful because like I love porn and I've met someone that also loves porn and we're open about that. And that's why our relationship works. I, 
am one of the most trusting boyfriends. I don't cheat. I don't do anything that would ever make her feel that she's being disrespectful or disrespected. And so, yeah, you move on. Like, I can't tell you about the nudes because that's a personal thing. If she doesn't want to do that, that's fine. But, like, porn is not cheating. Invite her to join you. That's how you, like, do that. But, yes, I mean, Austin's not wrong in this. If you're dating someone that, I mean, God forbid you go on a bachelor party. Like, I'm about to go on a bachelor party next week to New Orleans. We're going to go to a strip club. Like, this girl would tell you that you're not allowed to go with your best friends to a strip club because it's cheating. Whereas, like, your mindset seems to think, like, date someone that's like, I trust my boyfriend. And that's just out of insecurity. And, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I, I just, I blatantly do not agree with that. Austin, what do you think? What Exactly <clears throat> what you said. I already said it. Yeah. Okay, so here's my question, because we've talked about porn. I think I'm with you. What about the OnlyFans argument? Because I've heard somewhat compelling things of where if the guy's just like constantly like talking to this girl online, well, you can't and like fucking talk her for to stuff. someone, Nick. Who's fucking talking to them? Yes, if you're, you're messaging a girl, that is cheating. <laughs> you are paying them but money, messaging, but it's messaging on OnlyFans where you no, know that it's is not cheating. Real. That is cheating. But is throwing a couple bills at a stripper then not? Is that cheating? No, 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 no. You are missing the point. OnlyFans. You pay to subscribe, like to see her pictures. That enables you to message them. I have never once messaged a girl on OnlyFans because that is not okay. If you want to see an Instagram girl that you follow naked or an Instagram guy naked and you pay for it, that's like porn. Hopefully it's under a fake email (laughs) and they don't know your real name. If you message that girl on OnlyFans, that is cheating. <laughs> like, a hundred percent. That's like messaging a girl on Instagram. That is cheating. So, yes, that is, a, like, I mean, would you, what do you think about that, Austin? Yeah, well, look, what you said is true, Craig, because what this is saying is that I watch OnlyFans, not not that like I sit up and like you know chat Talk with these to the girls. girls. Yeah, we have gotten messages about guys talking to girls. Yes, or that's girls talking cheating. To guys. That is cheating. My well, opinion, that's cheating. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, like you know, the only thing, the only thing that I would say about that is that <clears throat> these girls, they all brat, like they all kind of advertise that they are talking back. Like, hey, you know, message me anytime. I'm like, you know, always here to talk, right? You know, they're getting paid to, right? So it's kind of like a stripper, right? A stripper. You give them a like hundred bucks and then, you know, they sit on your lap and tell you that, you know, you're handsome and then you can sit there and be like, look, and then I got fired here this week. So like, I don't know what this guy is doing probably not garnering the attention of this OnlyFans girl. Yes, yeah, it's like I'm with hey, Austin here. You know, hey, hey baby, I'm gonna come and meet you. No, Austin's Santa, agreeing like, with me. No, I wait, oh, Austin's I don't think not, so. Austin's Austin, not just use my point. No, Austin's not saying you can message them. No, 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 no. You you can't, but Yeah, no, if, Nick, he's if, saying that you can't girl, No. No. Like a you are not allowed to, okay. <clears throat> yeah, Austin, is what, we, what we need you to do is clarify if you okay. think messaging Done. a girl on Done. OnlyFans is the same as having a conversation with a girl at a strip club. You are not allowed to have an emotional connection with any fucking person other than your girlfriend. So you cannot have an emotional connection with some OnlyFans girl. You cannot have an emotional connection with a stripper. You can't have an emotional connection with anybody. I, I think messaging any girl on OnlyFans is cheating. I think it's the same as messaging a girl on Instagram. 
Now, look, this is what happens at strip clubs. I think like emotional connection. Yes. You think yeah. just, and that's just a, speaking to them. Yeah, different, and that's a difference of opinion. Yeah, different barrier, but they're already yeah. naked. But also, we respect But they them. are naked. Yeah. Um, but like Austin and I, like Paige the other day was like, Austin, Craig, Corey, go find out what happens at that strip club across the street. And she just didn't want to deal with us. So we went and the girls were nice. And I, like, you know, Austin got like had to buy shots for everyone because they came up and we were nice people. We were just like, hey, how are you? How's the night going? <laughs> you know, right. and like, we like, got him shots like that's about, not cheating. What about my shot? And you're like, <sighs> but if you okay. like, yeah, I, you know, like Austin, if you were in a relationship and I, this is a hot topic to talk about. But would you go in like a private room with a strip club girl if you were in a relationship? Or no. is that too much to no. ask? No, 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 no. I I think that especially especially now, Craig, and just like where we are and like the heightened sense of, you know, maybe the maybe the working girl doesn't know who we are. Maybe they do. Like <clears throat> I just think that it'd be inappropriate to just on like a, I mean, if it was like your bachelor party, Craig, sure, maybe like, but, but, but you just never know what they're going to ask back there. Like, oh, hey, maybe like a hundred extra bucks and all. No, 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 no. I don't want to be put in that situation. I just want to like sit at the bar, you know, and throw ones or, you know, watch you dance on Craig's face. Like that is, is what I want. I think it's inappropriate at this day and age because we know exactly what goes on in strip clubs and exactly what could go on in a strip club and I think it's inappropriate to go in the back room for a dance if you are in a relationship. Alright, take us out, Austin. Alright, everyone, and that wraps it up for this week's episode of Pillows and Beer. I actually had a damn good time with the two of you. Craig Conover, as always. Nick Norris, thanks for jumping in with your opinion. Uh, listen, follow us at Pillows and Beer on Instagram and everywhere that you listen to your podcasts. Uh, Craig and I are announcing our next leg of the tour coming up ever so soon. I know we say that, but it's coming up very soon. We're very excited to announce it. So thanks for hanging around and listening to us. And we'll see you all next week. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.